Hello, and welcome to The Gathering, a podcast for all things Magic the Gathering. In my podcast, we will cover new packs, MTG Arena, magic news, and much more. If you enjoy magic or are new to magic and would like to know more, then sit back, relax, and enjoy. Thank you very much. to another episode of The Gathering. In today's episode, we have a little information to cover on Friday Night Magic, as well as we have some information coming out about Ikoria, Layer of Behemoths. It's going to be a little bit shorter episode because there's not nearly as much information uh, going on currently in the magic world, but without further ado, let's jump right into it. So first off, I wanted to cover uh, something I had missed last week on my little break that I had uh, for the podcast. Uh, if you're in the video version, you can see uh, I have it here. But it's uh, regarding Friday Night Magics uh, during the current pandemic that is going on with the coronavirus. So Magic had decided, or Wizards of the Coast had decided uh, to do Friday Night Magic on MTG Arena, which is pretty awesome of them to do. Because we can't go to game stores currently, no one can do any local play uh, with all the different kinds of lockdowns going on and all the different things that are complicating everything with uh, with uh, the Magic community in person. So they had decided to go ahead and do uh, do it on MTG Arena, which is, again, like I said, really awesome. So it had started last week, but it says three Friday Night Magic events that will give all MTG players a place to play familiar experiences. Uh, starting March 27th was the first one, which has already passed. Uh, the next one, April 3rd, and the last one, April 10th, each for 24 hours running Thursday at midnight to Friday at midnight. Anyone with an MTG Arena account can play it, and MTG Arena is free to play. So if you're missing out on your Friday Night Magic, Hop over, download MTG Arena if you haven't. If you have, you already probably know about this, but, you know, go in and get your Friday Night Magic that you can. Entry fee is uh, free, which is nice. Uh, the March 27th one was a Challenger deck. Choose between four pre-constructed 2020 Challenger decks and jump in and challenge others. Uh, my fiance had actually done this, and she enjoyed it. She was having fun, so I'm sure these other ones are going to be pretty fun as well. So the April 3rd event, which is just uh, about four days away here, starting, I think that's next Monday. By the time this podcast is out, it had already passed. Uh, build a deck with any cards in standard, whether they're in your collection or not. Play others, build more decks, play again, rinse, repeat. So that's pretty cool. Uh, that's pretty much normal Friday Night Magic kind of standard play, competitive or non-competitive. Just what you normally see. So April 10th is going to be a historic brawl. Build a 60-card brawl deck with the standard and historic cards and battle. Which, uh, I think I might actually get in on that one. If I don't, my fiancé probably will. I like, uh, I like Brawl, and I do like Commander. That's the closest thing we really have to Commander right now on MTG Arena. But it's a really cool, uh, thing, thing to have. Uh, so they had stated, the goal with these formats is to provide fun ways to play in Friday Night Magic, like environment where, whether you're downloading MTG Arena for the first time or you've been playing since the open beta. But to fully experience these events, you need to connect online with your local game store. If you aren't Part of the local game store's online community or if they don't have one set up there are a couple ways to get connected one is to simply reach out to your store and ask give them a little bit of time many of them are getting this information today as well another is to head to locatorwizards.com to find your local game store's website not every store has a website on there right now but our teams here are reaching out to the stores to help them set up options and connect them to the our store locator. Many of them will be setting up online communities through Discord, WhatsApp, and Facebook. So you may have to join or download one of those applications. 
Uh, step by step, here is how it works. Play an event, win or lose as much as you want. Take a screenshot of your event page. Go to locatorwizards.com to find your local game store's website. Join their social media channel. Share your screenshot with a nice message on their channel. Store will message you a code through that social media account. So if you play Arena's Friday Night Magic events, you are eligible to Arena Cosmetics in the form of sleeves. One different sleeve for each event. These sleeves are obtainable through the aforementioned co codes. Which is cool that they're still connecting the community. They're doing a lot of this with uh, your local place. So you'll still be able to play with your friends in, you know, the best way we can have for Friday Night Magic currently. It's cool that they're going to be doing code giveaways uh, through those stores to people that play. So it still kind of keeps you connected with, uh, with those other players and with your local store. Uh, I respect it. There's a lot of people going through a lot of, of trouble right now, a lot of hard times. And this is just another thing that solidifies of how good of a community uh, Wizards of the Coast, Magic, and all of it is. So even when uh, we're going through the hard times and you may just want to get your mind off things, you may just want, you know, to play some games with your friends like you used to be able to do freely. This is a really cool thing for them to do, and I respect it. So if it's something you're interested in, by the time this podcast is out, the 27th and the 3rd most likely have already passed. So go check out the April 10th, the 10th event. Otherwise, just hop on MTG Arena if your friends have it. You can even just do 1v1s that way, and you're still being safe. You're not potentially spreading a virus that could do significant harm to people, and you can still try to have fun with your friends. Everyone does their part. This will be over before we know it. I mean, that's optimistic approach, but, you know, keep your heads up, and let's uh, let's show everybody how, how great of a community this magic, magic community is. Uh, moving from there, though, I do have a little bit of information regarding the Ikoria release. So now, unfortunately, the Ikoria release did get delayed, and we have some dates here to know what's coming up for us. So it says April 2nd, we'll get the preview start, so we'll actually be able to get a little bit more information regarding the cards and the mechanics and everything besides the little bit of spoilers we have so far. April 10th, which is just like that uh, MTG Arena Friday Night Magic event, uh, is full card image gallery, which I will likely do a full podcast dedicated to going over a lot of those cards uh, once we have all those available to us, which I'm really excited for because I love looking up cards before they come. It seems like they're definitely a little bit more tight-knit than they had been in the past. I used to be able to check and see my you know spoilers on all the cards weeks and weeks in advance. This is pretty close to release, and that's when we're going to get our first look at a lot of these cards. Regardless, uh, I'm going to enjoy that, and uh, please join me for that coming up in the next podcast, most likely, depending on dates. It'll be a pretty fun thing, I think, and uh, maybe something we can do together. Uh, so April 16th is the Ikoria release on MTG Arena and MTG Go, which is nice because that's in tune with, I believe, the original set pre-release or release was supposed to be about that time. So we'll still be able to get it on MTG Arena and MTG Arena or MTG uh, Online. Following that, we have April 17th is Ikoria tabletop release for Asia Pacific. So they're still going to be getting it on time. Uh, if you're in the Asian Pacific area, you know, go out, enjoy it. Let everyone know that you can, all the cool things you've seen so far. You know, just uh, share it for the people that are unfortunately going to have to wait out for their uh, for their new expansion for a while here because finally as it says may 15th uh is when we will finally get the tabletop release in north america europe and south america so we'll be waiting a little while longer an extra month uh but regardless i think it's worth it with everything going on it's probably the best that they put it out and even though it sucks i would love to be able to play it you know in a couple weeks here like i initially planned 
to, you know, like buy a box and draft out with my buddies. It's, it's something that's necessary. I think it's, it's something that, that would need to be done. Uh, I respect Wizards of the Coast for taking these precautions because it's much better to overreact than to underreact. And if them doing this helps tamp down in any way what's going on, I respect it. And even if it doesn't, I still respect it because it's very good to be precautious. So unfortunately, we have to wait an extra month if you are in North America, Europe, or South America to play the game. But still, nothing nothing we can't do. We're a community built strong. We can get through this. We always will, you know, there will be always be more hard times ahead. And just as a community, I think this will just bring us closer and make us stronger. So uh, that is the release schedule for Icoria. Some of us will be waiting a little bit longer, uh, and trust me, you're justified to know that it sucks, but there's nothing Wizards could truly do with everything that's going on. It's just the best move, uh, and I definitely agree with them doing it. Uh, from that, though, we already got a little bit more information regarding Ikoria. They're coming out with a new lore book. They had skipped the lore book, I believe, for Theros, which kind of sucks because Theros is a rich lore. There's a lot of lore in Theros, and... The only bits we could get was from flavor text and cards. Uh, so it's cool that they're coming out with it. Hopefully it's a bit better than uh, War of the Spark. I didn't read that personally, but I have heard a lot of negative uh, reviews regarding that. I'm not going to say it sucks because I haven't read it, but just based off of what other people say, uh, it did not meet their expectations. So hold your breath, maybe. Hopefully it's good. Uh, it looks pretty cool just by cover art. We have looks like wrote by Django Wexler. Um, you can see Vivian Reed in the background there, uh, with this other guy who is likely another planeswalker, or he's a new character at the, at the very least, of course, but he probably will be a planeswalker. They usually don't do cover arts unless it's planeswalkers or like prominent characters. Uh, and from his looks here, he has a little crystal he's holding up and half of his face in the crystal is turning into, uh, it looks like a saber tooth. Maybe that's something to do with the mutate ability. Uh, who knows? Uh, if they come out with the Planeswalker and he has mutate-related mutate abilities, makes sense because Layer the Behemoth is going to have mutate functions in it. Uh, and if he has, like, turn into... Kind of like Gideon used to be able to turn into a soldier and attack, maybe he's able to turn into a beast of some kind and be able to attack. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, otherwise, maybe he can mutate out tokens or mutate... I don't, I'm, you know, just spitballing here. Um, we'll see. Uh Looks pretty cool. I'd probably like the character regardless. I have pretty low standards when it comes to characters I find cool. I tend to like just about every Planeswalker they've ever created and a lot of their prominent characters I really enjoy. Ebook is called Ikoria, Layer of Behemoths, Sundered Bond. Uh, and then again, with the, just that title, The Bond, makes me think of uh, maybe this character being, you know, more bound to uh, the beasts of the plane. They're likely going to be from the, if this is a planeswalker, they're likely going to be from this plane. So it's something that would probably make sense them to have a bond to those beasts and maybe their abilities revolve around such. So that's what we have for information regarding the uh, release dates that they're being pushed back. We have the ebook. And I believe the ebook will come out just before the packs. Sometime in April here, we'll probably be able to see that ebook. Uh, go check it out if it's something you're interested in. If you're unsure because of you're upset with War of the Spark, you know, it's a different writer, it's a different style, you know, check it out. It might be worth it. I'll probably check it out, and uh, when I do, I'll, you know, come let you guys know what I thought of it. 
So lastly here in our very, very short episode, because uh, I don't want to go too in-depth. I just got a little bit of news. I'd rather just do a little bit of news right now, get what information we can regarding magic, and then maybe next time or another time here, I'm going to do you know more episodes related to like deck building or card-specific information around Commander Modern and all that. But we're just going to stick to Ikoria news and Friday Night Magic news for this episode. So lastly, we have a little bit of promo cards. It's a cross-promotion with um, Godzilla. So there's these really cool looking, they have Godzilla art on them. But they are cards that are in going to be in layers of behemoths. They're just for this promotion. They're using Godzilla to cover it. Uh, it does have the names of the cards uh, below it. So the first one, it says Biocourt Space Godzilla. Um, its actual name in the magic is going to be Broxos Apex of Eternity. Uh, so Broxos Apex of Eternity is a legendary creature, elemental beast, nightmare, mythic rare. It has Mutate 2. Was that blue, black, green, green? Blue or black, and then green, green is the mutate ability. It doesn't specifically say what the mutate is going to do. Um, but I'm sure it's just going to be the overall arching mechanics. Once we have information regarding that, we'll know. It has Trample. Uh, it's going to be a 6-6, which is cool. Trample, it's going to be a little heftier guy there. Its uh, cost is blue, green, black, 2, colorless. It is a legendary creature, so it could be a potential commander if that's something you're interested in. And then its final ability is you may cast Braxos Apex of Eternity from your graveyard using its mutate ability. Okay, so that's... Okay, I missed that originally. That's where the mutate comes in effect. That actually wouldn't be too bad as a commander. I mean, it's not its not the greatest commander in the world, but you can cheat its commander attacks by being able to cast it from its graveyard constantly. So that's not too bad, actually. I, You know, something worth checking out. If you have a blue-green uh, blue deck, maybe you can just put it in there. Uh, maybe you can build a deck around it, you know, and see what, see what happens. Another one we have announced here, and is another, it has the promotion here. It says Godzilla Primal, Primidial Champion. So the original, the actual card of magic is going to be called Titono, Titonote Rex, T-I-T-A-N-O-T-E Rex. I butchered that name hardcore. Is going to be a 9-drop, 2-green, 7-colorless. It is a beast dinosaur, not legendary, so it can just be in your additional 99 if it's a commander. It can't be your commander. It has Trample. Uh, cycling, one colorless and a green, which cycling had, uh, is definitely coming back with this pack from what I've heard. Uh, it's an old mechanic where you discard to draw, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. I could be mistaken. I apologize if I am. But, uh, he has, when you cycle this, put a trample counter on target creature you control. And that's another thing that's coming out here. There's a lot of interesting counters with, like, the trample counter, and I think there's other ones like lifelink counters. And I'm guessing it's going to be a counter you can place on stuff to give it trample or to give it lifelink or to give it to whatever. So this thing, uh, if you do discard it, you can just use it to build on to the next, another creature if you do go for its cycle ability. Uh, it does have its power and toughness cut off. I wonder if they did that because they have a lot of heavy dropping stuff coming and they don't want to spoil how big these things are going to be yet. You know, maybe, uh... But we'll see We'll see what happens uh, when it comes out. Seems like an interesting card, so we'll see. And now the last one we do have here is King Cesar, Ancient Guardian, uh, which is a promotional as well. Uh, it's going to be a 4-drop, 1 white, 3 colorless. I can't see an original name for what it's going to be in the actual pack, uh, but this creature is going to be a 3-4 uh, cat creature with a mutate. 
white and two colorless. And it says whenever this creature mutates, other creatures you control get plus X plus X into the turn where X is the number of creatures mutations. So that's pretty cool. That can that'd be a good power up. I kind of like it because I can use it to power it up instead of using an instant or sorcery to get those those power ups. Uh, you can just use this creature's mutate ability and the mutate's going to be a heavy ability in this pack. So it's actually probably be pretty good. I might make uh, a new commander based off of just cards out of this pack once we get more information on potential legendary creatures that we're going to be getting here. I'll be able to pick out a commander that I think I'll like, uh, try it out, and build a deck. Maybe that revolves a little bit more around everything that's coming out of this pack, but still keeping to what else we have in other packs and other, other magic uh, stuff that we got. So uh, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. You know, we'll see what happens. We got to wait another month. It sucks, but I think it's necessary. Let me know what you guys think, uh, how you feel about it. I know it sucks. I'm not even going to bother with my joking, let's check the mailbag. Uh, there is no mailbag if you were curious. But, you know, stay safe out there, guys. Stay healthy. If you like this episode, please leave me a review on anywhere you receive your podcast, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, anything like that. I'd truly appreciate it. Let me know what you think, uh, what I can improve on maybe. Uh, if you'd like to check out other videos from me, I have video versions, partial video versions over on my YouTube channel, which is Pyrotech Games at YouTube.com. I still am struggling to get more content going up there, but uh, there definitely will be content here in the future. If that's something you're interested in, please go over there, like, comment, subscribe. Let me know what you think, uh, and definitely let me know what you uh, what I could improve on. If you're on the YouTube version, uh, I appreciate you checking this out. Uh, like, comment, subscribe if you're there already, if this is where you're hearing this podcast. Uh, let me know what I, you think I could do better. Let me know what you think I, I did good or didn't do. You know, just let me know anything you think in those comments down below. I truly appreciate it. You know, I love I love doing this. Uh, it may never grow to be something, but I do enjoy even just a couple people that might listen to this or hear this. But, you know, with that, uh, I'll go ahead and end this episode. I love you guys very much, and I'll speak to you again soon. You have a beautiful day.